Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. I'm Robert A. Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom Visionary Vitality and Cowboy Wisdom Radio. And tonight, I want to talk about how we live from memory. We actually experience life from memory and how we live our life and what we do in our everyday life actually comes from memory. Because I really expanded in understanding that when somebody says, do you remember what you did, that goes into memory. And people want, and we stay in memory because that's what we understand. And as we're doing this, uh, we don't even know we're doing it. And we just keep going on and on and on, and we react to everything from memory. And when we live in our mind, our subconscious mind, superconscious mind, we're actually living in memory. A mind is a memory instead of from inspiration. And that's something I've really opened up to in the last, well, actually the last week, is about living from the uh, living from inspiration rather than from memory, because memory keeps us locked and blocked in in whatever is going on. Because it's really new to us to live in the moment and respond in the moment rather than react from the past, and that's and that is the way we do things. We react from the past without even understanding we're doing it. And I really expanded into that when I, I did that. And with uh, Ho'oponopono and everything else I do and writing rhymes and writing with a foreword, I took all the, the word mind out of there and I have a sub, subconscious. That's all I have. It isn't a mind, but it's subconscious stimulation that will move my life forward. And that's the way I write is in a forward movement. And we can't remember everything we did and expect to live in the new. And that's something else I've really opened up to and expanded into and something else I do now. And But when you start, live, start living in, in, in inspiration, you're really, you open yourself up to live in a more vibrant inner landscape and it becomes colorful. And you also become willing to engage in what's going on in your life. And as you do this, you really become freer in your own thing, in your own way of life, and how you do this. And but what I'm really understanding, and what I'm really starting to expand into, uh we we have been taught to remember memory because whenever we took a test in school, that was from memory. Because everything we touched in school was a memory. And as we do this, we really become locked in to different things. But 
when I started to, when I discovered that this weekend, and well, it started last week. But when I discovered I'd lived in memory, I really become locked in everything I did, and I really tried to, I tried to control my life instead of facilitating my life. And when I opened up to that, I really expanded into understanding the subconscious mind is really a memory bank and stored images. So if I can take the mind out of it and just use the subconscious as a stimulation to expand into my dreams, that frees me up into live from inspiration. But here's something else. You want to, as you're going through this, you want to see pictures of what you have and where you desire. And you want to start just one, pictures that stick out and really stimulate the mind. I should say stimulate the inner landscape. Then are the pictures you want to come out, cut out and put on a board. And don't qualify it. Don't even think about what it is. Just cut it out, put it on. And then see over time what happens because the subconscious mind deals in images and images of what words, but the subconscious mind also deals in tonality and body language because the body language we use is an image. And that is the image that we we carry with us. It's the veracity and the velocity of the words with the body language and the tonality. What is ingrained are... Uh, ingrained patterns, and well, that's what gets into the inner landscape. And we really have had a DNA and, and cellular structures of war. Since the beginning of time, we've understood war. So that is something we understand in history and the school system. And if you look at the news and what's going on, we actually understand war more than peace because we have we lack the image of peace in the subconscious mind, but we have the image of war, bitter, and bo and uh, bickering in our mind. And I grew up with that, and that really become ingrained in my in my subconscious landscape. And always, and that happened to be right and. There was a right and wrong, but really life is just an expanding expanding emotional experience every day. And when you can open up to expand, you can open up where you're going in life. And it's the images of the life you choose to experience is the images you put on your vision board. And you put the vision board at about a oh, 5 to 10 degree angle so you feel open in your throat. And... But the mind is a controlling thing. And we've been taught you have to control your life. You have to take charge of your life. And that is true. You do have to take charge in responsibility, accountability, and for your actions. But it really is about opening up to be the facilitator of your life and see what that is. And that frees you up or frees me up to allow the day to express itself. And that really opened my opened my eyes to how controlled I was with my actions and my responses and everything in my life. And, and, and as I did this, I become more liberated in the way I engaged in people. 
And I really used Ho'oponopono. And Ho'oponopono is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And that's clean these. Because we don't want, we're trying to change from war to peace, but we got to clean the memory of war out of ourselves. And the memory of bickering and having to be right and all the stuff we stored from what we used to be and how we used to have to live because we always thought we had to be confrontational, so it looked tough. But really, in peace, you have the strength of a, a steely strength, but yet you have the endurance of PVC. And it comes down to this question, what is stronger, PVC, plastic pipe, or steel pipe? Depends on the situation. But in the earth, PVC is stronger and lasts longer. In the physical, stainless steel pipe is the most enduring. So it's just like our hearts, our minds, our dreams. It's what are we willing to endure to expand into it. Because for sure we're going to be tested along the way. But when the mind, when the test hits the mind, it goes into a previous situation and how you stayed, well, for me, I should say, is how I stayed safe rather than going out into the unknown and really experienced life. And I'm guilty of that. But as as I let go and understand, it isn't about how I do it. It's the way I choose to experience. Life is to be experienced in the moment with an emotional, enterprising energy because what seems like it is a dark cloud today is the canonized kaputzpah tomorrow to expand. And, And to me, something I've had to expand through is Wealth, success, and prosperity is a 20-year journey, anywhere from one year to 20-year journey. And it seems like when I was going through this, <laughs> I would make a good choice. I would make a good, a good choice on Thursday, and by Saturday, something would go awry because the learning lesson to expand my life wasn't on that path. It was on another path. It's almost like the dreams, the subconscious, the higher conscious, God, the universe, the divine, my angels, they all have a plan. And when I deviate from their plan, which is really my plan, my journey, they have a way of setting things up to bring me back into alignment with my dreams and, and open me up to move forward. And that is something that I'm really willing to engage and as I go through, expand through this, my body and my inner self is really communicating freely with me. And I'm really choosing to listen to it because it's really expanding me. And that's the reason I write. With I've learned to write all my books and all my CDs to the images I choose to experience. And yes, do I have stuff to let go of every day? Am I willing to engage in letting it go to engage in my dreams and my desires? Yes. 
It's really about engaging in life with a foresight, far-sighted facilitator. I uh, prem, uh, preeminent, preeminent, because you want to be the leader of your life, and that's the thing. When people go to seminar after seminar, they're looking for somebody to be the leader in their life rather than 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 them be the leader in their life. So it's about being the leader of yourself. And people will see, once you've really began to do this, they'll become inquisitive as you become curious to see how well and how expanding your life can can expand into. And I'm really concentrating on my words I speak. And right there, you'll heard me stutter. I was going to use a word that is no longer in my vocabulary. So, and the word subconscious stimulation, or do you have a subconscious mind? Which one really opens you up and frees you up to experience that? And that's what my book, Fear is My Friend, Holiday Wisdom, uh, I Forgive Me, I'm Free, I Approve of Me, Sets Me Free, Flow in the Glow, and uh, I Approve of Me, Sets Me Free. And that is something we really have to open up to is to prove of ourselves rather than getting caught up in the rhetoric of what other people say because that sends us into yesterday. And that brings up the imprint in the subconscious, in the inner landscape. Next thing you know, next thing I realize, I'm pandering to what somebody else says. It's all right to listen, but never pander. But it's all right to engage and listen. But it's also all right to speak your mind in a forward-moving way. I should say speak your heart in an open way and see how you feel and express to them, this is what I feel and this is what I see, and see how the dialogue goes from there. And really get out. I really chose to let go of having to be right. My way is the only way. My way work. It expands me and energizes me. But there's also better ways to excuse me incorporate what other people are saying because it's a listening to what makes me feel unsavory is actually that. And something else, when I respond in haste, I really understand that's a limiting belief. And that's taken me back to being safe, feeling comfortable in the way I've always lived. And that is something I really, really have engaged in in myself. And I'm really opening up today to really like and be around people and like everybody. I don't have to associate with them, but I really want to enjoy who they are because that way I'm enjoying who I am. And something I've really expanded into is never ever thinking that somebody is better or smarter than me because I'm actually looking at them for what I encompass. But it's the discipline to be, to show who you are or who I am without being arrogant 
and but yet having people feel self-assured when I'm expressing myself that I'm not trying to be better than them or do something different than them. And as I'm going through my day, I really choose to listen, never interrupt. If I ever get there, I'll be really in, in very good shape. <clears throat> but it's the memories of everything because we have an activation system. And the memory is actually the now because it's being activated by something today even though it, it, it occurred in a previous experience. It's being activated today, so that makes it a continuous now, and we've always lived in the now. And something I really opened up to, and the reason I do this is I start paying attention. And one thing is, is how is today yesterday, and how can I go wherever I choose to go with what I know? It's really about saying I don't know and to be in the go of who I am. <clears throat> and something, the way I really stumbled upon this is I kept, everything kept ha happening the same. I would look at it and I'd do it, but I'd respond or react the same way. And I'd say, now that is something I choose to expand out of because when you respond the same way to the same type of situation, who's living the same? I am. It's really paying attention to how you respond and how everything is. And after you respond, how do you feel? And that and the question is, is how do you feel when you respond in a certain way or in the old way? But how does it feel to understand everything you desire is yours when you quit holding yourself hostage in your subconscious and conscious mind. Because there's a disconnect there with the subconscious mind thinks is safe. The conscious mind used for a mechanism to keep themselves safe in a previous experience. And that is where the maintaining the same really opens up. It's the interlocking of an event or being scared. I use the word scared instead of fear. Because fear is in the head, but scared you feel that in your body. Your body is actually a temple of information because that is really your signals to the conscious mind come from the body more than that. So it's really being in tune to how you feel because when somebody says you have, when I say I have a gut feeling, that's really your subconscious and higher conscious communicating to you. Nobody tells us where we're going and how we're going to do. The head gets us all com 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 convoluted into everything we've done and we're really focused on something new but yet we focus on having the same outcome because we really have that imprint of how we're going to do this before we even start. And that is something that really opened my eyes to this and when I started realizing the mind is a memory of 
of now, but it's really a defense mechanism of my limiting beliefs, the way I speak. It's everything I choose not uh, to never be is what my memory is. And we obey the memories. How do we? How do you obey your memories? Because I know I obey them. Eating habits to everything is obeying a memory or something that made us comfortable, which is an ingrained pattern of some sort. But it's a behavior, behavior emotion, uh, belief system. But it's all that is how we live our life, and that's what's been ingrained into us. And the way our parents reacted is probably the way we will react without us. It's a subconscious ingrained imprint is the way we do things. And I really understand that because I know I have done that. And that's what I've really been on. I've been on this journey since 1998, or actually I think it started in 1995. But it's a 20-year journey to success and wealth in your dreams. But something I really have expanded into understanding is, is we really think we're doing it instead of seeing and realizing ourselves doing it. And that's what vision boards does and uh, being really to do that. But it's really relaxing the gatekeeper between the subconscious and the conscious mind. Meditation, hypnosis, that's why the reason hypnotherapy expands people is because it goes into the body and it gets into the place you're afraid to go. And some of the pain that the subconscious mind has blocked off is to keep us safe and make us feel good. And that is something that I'm really starting to do myself. And really, it really embeds different things for me. But it's the embedded part I want to let go of because I choose to live in the moment. And the moment has no memory. A moment is a facilitation of my farsightedness. And how is your farsightedness? When something kind of hesitation goes a different way than I, than you thought or I thought, how do we go into what we've done before instantly? And I know that I've done that. But I really am choosing now because sometimes when you, you have a day you know, it's a short day, and but yet everything goes just a miss. Not really a ride, but a miss. And it just, things don't go forward. How do you become irate? That is a limiting belief because all it is is a simple thing. And that's the thing about life. Life is a very simple thing. But we complicate it with memory, history, History is probably one of the most life-controlling things because history talks about war, pillage, plunder, feet, and famine. And that's what happens in our life because we carry an embedded, ingrained patterns from our DNA from the beginning of time to the end of time. Till now, I mean. 
and but that's all memory. And see, there's past life regression. I do past life regression, hypnotherapy, and this other stuff. But it's really about cleaning the memory of it, and it's cleaning the memory in the DNA, the cells, the inner landscape, the mind. But it's really opening up a communication between all three of your minds. Your subconscious, conscious, and superconscious. But it's a stimulation and inspiration. And how would it feel to speak inspiration as thoughts rather than thoughts or ideas, but you speak inspirational ideas or inspirational intuition and bring your dreams into fruition by realizing I am the only one that is holding me back. And this morning I wrote something kind of funny. I said that. I called the police this morning because I was being held hostage by myself, by my subconscious and conscious mind. Now I have an unconscious and a superconscious that are here to facilitate my life. You see the freedom in that and how that really expands you and opens you up? And that's what my books and CDs, you can go on Amazon or my website is cowboy-wisdom.com or on Amazon on my Author's page is Amazon.com slash author slash Robert A. Wilson. And my books are all published by Freedom of Speech Publishing. But it's really the memory that I, I've lived with. And when you li- I lived in a household that was always looking at somebody that had more and saying, oh, that's a big shot or that. Well... The difference between a wealthy person and me is they used, they allowed their talent, wisdom, and innovation to expand their life where I have worked for people and tried to stay in the same of my life. And I have a question, and I will get to it right now. Uh, 226-791, who's the caller and where are you calling from? Hello, I'm Carolyn, and I'm calling from Ontario, Canada. Well, welcome to the show, and what's your question? Well, I was just enjoying your dialogue, I mean, your monologue, and I wasn't sure whether I wanted it to be a dialogue or not, but <laughs> I think okay. we're, I was thinking cowboy wisdom, I haven't heard or read or, um, you just came up on my Twitter feed uh, today and I'm painting in my studio and I thought I'd listen to something so I've been listening to you for a while now and uh, you were talking you were singing my song I actually I was thinking some of what you were saying would make a good um, would be a fun country and western song just as um, to do cowboy songs with the, with the words that you're speaking would be really funny because they're almost the opposite you're speaking positive vision, I'm making my life up rather than woe is me, she left me and my dog is sick, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're absolutely right. And I got a, I got a new book coming out, and it's called I, I Let Go of Being Lost, Tossed, and Bossed by Memory. <laughs> well, it, it, that's fun. That is fun because I think when we're absolutely in this moment, there's this encompassing feeling that holds the past and the future all in this moment in a way. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, we've lived a continuous now. How does that feel? There, I like that. Something like that. And uh, um, there's a point where I can stay so present that all of the limitations kind of just hold, just melt away in a way. And yeah. then I, it's that it's that work to stay surfing on that present moment that does take a lot of effort. That's because, and everybody has it. Once it starts feeling, once we start feeling good, we try to go back because we we think that it it can never last, but it really can. But it's our ingrained imprint of having to go back to the memories of it. Do you feel that? It's the in yes, um, those of, of the ingrained imprints of that half the being satisfied or happy or at peace with life can never last because we've been told that. Yeah, I mean, we've generational. It's actually in the DNA sometimes, hey? Oh, sometimes yeah, the DNA. Generational. Yeah. Go ahead, Cindy. I'm sorry I interrupted you. We No, no, I, it is. It's, see, I was thinking as you're talking, it's like, oh, I, I, there is something in my DNA that seems, it's, I'm almost through this block. It's, it's definitely memory, for sure. It's, um, when I'm in the present moment, I'm not afraid, but there's a huge block that I feel, and I was wondering if you could see anything or if you could um, intuit into it, because I would just really like to move through it tonight. Um, it has to do with um, the ancestral... It, my history of my pattern of my family is that these were women were not supposed to be in business. They were especially not supposed to supersede a certain status, you know, a certain place in life. Definitely, it, I don't have a history of what really wealthy business women in my family, but I'd like to be that. So I feel like when I'm taking the steps to do that, there's like I can almost never put prices on the things that I'm trying to sell. <laughs> I can sell everybody you know, else's that's, now, that's, now that is a limiting belief. That's not necessarily a memory then of... Uh, well, beliefs are memories. Yeah, I mean... And, the, and, and they're taught to us. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately for us, history that way. And I'm going to be honest with you about women and business. What's honest about women and business? <laughs> I want to be honest with you about that. Okay. Women are super business people. Yeah, we are. It's relational, right? Well, you're more... See, what you said, how does that feel to where you grew up? Is that male egotistical energy you feel? When they say you can't do it. But women are super business... Women are super business people because they're very intuitive and they're very open. Yeah, and, I, I, you and know, a lot of successful businessmen have a very strong businesswoman behind them, too, who, who sometimes knows more than he does. And he's sort of, I, I know I've seen people like that, too. Yes, and that's very true. And um, you want to do something real quick and we'll see what we can find? Sure, I'm I'm game. All right, let's just so see here. To we'll, move through this. All right. 
let me find it here. I want to. Uh, okay, here's what we want to do. I want you to remember a time when you felt ama amazingly powerful. In this Tell lifetime. me when you have it. Yeah, and whenever. Uh -huh. When I felt powerful. Okay. Okay, now I want you to feel a time when you felt full of confidence. Um, so just keep it in it. Okay. okay. Now I want you to tell me a time when you felt totally peaceful. To tell it to you? What's that? Or to think, do you want me to think about it or tell you when it was? No, you just tell me when you have it. I have it. All right. I want you to feel a time when you felt everything was possible. Okay. Now I want you to feel a time when you felt totally loved. Okay. All right. Now I want you to feel a time when you felt full of energy and fun. Okay. Okay. Now, I want you to tell me a time when you fell on the floor laughing. Okay. All right. Now, how do you feel? Now, we're going to go in. And now, we're going to do something real quick here and see uh, what, how you feel about this. Okay? Now, you have a, you was telling me you had a limitation about being in business, being successful, right? Yeah, I I believe so because it's irrational the way that I'm holding up my what I need. Who to are do you trying to? Let me ask you this, just for you know, this may not be anything, but who are you trying to please? Which parent did you try to please in your life? Both of them. Or, I'm a people. I'm definitely a people pleaser for sure. Yeah. How is that your limitation on being successful? Yeah. You'd rather please other people. Do you see that in your life? Well, yeah. I went through a whole small business venture program, and every teacher that I had, I adjusted my business plan to them. <laughs> okay. How would yeah. it feel to draw up your own stuff? Well, I tend to then do it, and then it, it just gets – it doesn't feel like I can do it on my own. Okay, so you, really what you're saying, do you feel, is you're lacking confidence in yourself on a um, deeper level? On on a level that uh, I'm not sure whether it's confidence or whether I actually in the end don't even want to do it. I mean, there's almost that feeling that maybe Which I don't do even you... want to do this. Okay, so what do you... So which one do you think it is? Which one do you feel it is? Is that a behavior, uh, a limiting belief, or what do you feel it is? Well, that's the limiting belief is creating the behavior. Um, there's it's a real confusion about um, how to how to. Yeah, there's just a there's just a strange confusion about it. 
It's complicated. If you could do anything you choose, what would you do? I would have a meditation center and just be able to teach people and put plays on and help people access the reality that they are points of consciousness, that they are little star beings here on a short time and that they're to help people and my, you know, just to teach basic awareness that way. Okay. You're about opening up awareness. And how is your painting going to help you choose to expand you into that? It does. People, people, when they look at my painting, get a real experience, and and uh, they it opens them up somehow. Very okay. often, they just open? gasp when they see it. <laughs> they just go. Okay, how- <gasps> And, and I yeah. paint portraits of people that show the light in them and their their living essence. I try to get to the soul of them and show it in my paintings. All right. Anyway, so what? So you would like to have a meditation center, and how would your painting fit into that? I don't know. That's the opposite. They're opposites. How are they opposite, or are they the same? Are they all in one? How's your painting? Could be meditation. Yeah, the actually the painting could be. It is meditation to me, and it does. Yeah. I teach I teach creativity and and how to override the mind and the memory and get into the present moment, like you're talking about, and just paint from that place. Um, amazing things happen when the brush just goes across your page and you're just watching it. And it's in yeah. almost like automatic painting and, and beautiful things come out of it that way. Even beginners can make beautiful things. So how can you take... How, here, are you open to something? I'm going to ask you, how, how can you use teach meditative painting? How would that feel to you? I like that. I really like that. That makes it very, um, it it goes beyond creativity and it's so overused, the creativity part and blah, blah, blah. And it's not really so much about creativity more than silencing the mind and really getting into the present moment. And see, what are you really open to let go of and what are you willing to expand into? Well, I'm really pushing myself now into what I'm letting go of and what I'm expanding into, and it really needs to hold a lot. Like a lot of, a lot of money has to come in a very small time. I have to be able to receive all of this energy, and I feel it building and building okay. right now. When you're trying to please others, how are you unable to receive? I know that's right. Well, I mean, are you willing to? And see, how does pleasing others actually steal your confidence, do you feel? Well, when people think I'm wacky and, um, you know, just ungrounded and, yeah. So, I mean, you're ungrounded and you're... But how are they they controlling your life when you do that? Right. Well, in... 
And it's all per- and, and, uh, perception as well, right? So it's not, I well, think the... Well, perception- I mean, how do you feel when this is happening? How do you feel when you're pleasing other people? Well, often it's it's a sense of calm and... Um, okay. How do you live your life settledness. through other people? Yeah. How do you try to live your dreams through other people? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, do you, how 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 do you do that? Well, so even just teaching classes is somewhat living through other people when they're <laughs> when I'm teaching well, other no, people. But yeah, giving your wisdom to them. But that uh, <laughs> see how you went to yeah. You see how you went to try to justify it. I know that's really see that's the, that's where the block is. Is I think that the block is what would. What are people going to think about me? And then how can I spin this so yeah. that everybody's pleased? Well, not everybody's going to be pleased. They're going to. Yeah. And yeah. which parent? Which parent did you? Get, which parent did you have the most trouble, most challenge to get along with? Well, you know, as much as it was, Dad was gone enough enough so that there wasn't really a huge. Not, yeah, so my my mother was pretty um pretty what? Yeah, both both of them I don't think I got along with too well or I felt really seen for who I was and I was trying to be something else all the time. So who how have you tried to live being somebody else rather than being who you are? Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. And and how would it feel to start living your life your way, and how, and talk about your uh, how that would feel to have a painting meditation. I would really, really, really love it. It's uh, all right. Yeah, I feel happy. So, all right, we're gonna change your belief here. So, what is the belief? that you really feel that you can't... What is the limiting belief surrounding you living your dreams? That, well, there's that worthiness, but I mean, I've I've explored this as, as lately. It's just been almost... I've been navel-gazing okay. too much as I'm pushing this through with those questions. Okay, what, what do you think is holding you back? What is a limiting belief that comes? What's the first word that comes I, to your that mind? That I won't be able oh. to, that I won't, I'm incapable. Okay, lack of confidence? Yeah, maybe lack of confidence. Can't do this by myself, that somebody needs to be okay. with me somehow. All right, here we go. Now, I don't want you to All say right. a word, okay? Okay. What's wrong? Cause this issue. How have you failed to resolve this? How can you overcome the solution to your issue? Break. What's your name? Carolyn. Carolyn. Mm-hmm. What would you like to change? When will you stop it from being a limitation? <laughs> Smell the popcorn. How many ways do you know you have solved this? 
I know you're changing and seeing things differently now because you want to make changes, haven't you? What's the issue? How do you know it's an issue? I'd like you to fully consider these following questions without responding. When did you decide that? When don't you do it now? What are you deciding then? And what are you not deciding when you don't do it? How is that different from how you were? How do you know that now? What other changes would you like to make right now? And now I want you to answer these questions. What would happen if you did let go of lack of confidence? Mm-hmm. What would happen if you did let go of the limiting belief? I'd be able to put up my website and price list and look at it rationally and be able to just say this is how much it's worth, deal with it, people. And come on, customers, the ones that I really want to resonate with and play with, let's party. What wouldn't happen if you did? Oh, I'm not supposed to answer yet, right? Or do you want me to? Yeah, answer the question. What would happen if you did? What would, I would be able, what would, hmm? oh, what wouldn't happen? What wouldn't happen if you did? I wouldn't have an empty bank account. <laughs> okay. How would it feel to have a full bank account? <laughs> I would feel safe and I would okay. feel relieved. Okay, what would happen if you didn't? If I didn't? Mm, If I didn't? Oh, what if I didn't what? I lost track of that. What would happen if you didn't do anything? Or what would happen... If you, when you, what would, imagine this, what would happen if you did have a full bank account? And what would happen if you didn't take action to live your dream? Yeah, I'd I'd actually probably have to, yeah, I'd probably get really sick. Okay. And so what would happen what would happen if you didn't do anything? Well, I'd, if I didn't do anything I'd lose everything that I've built so far. Okay, now I want to go to a different I I will I can have my meditation studio because I want you to say what you would do. 
I can have my, I choose to experience my meditation studio because. I choose to experience, okay, I choose to experience my meditation studio because I need it myself. (laughs) Oh, how about taking the word? Okay, but how about I desire, how would desire be better than need? That I desire it. Um, Which feels better to you? I need it or I desire it? Um, How about if God needs it? I'd even feel more charged up as if it could be for God. Okay, how about God and you both need, requiring it to expand God and I need it, yeah, to develop our, our amazing relationship. Okay, how do you feel now? Do you feel I like... I feel great about that. All righty. I've got to shut down the show, but I've got your number, Carolyn. And if you wanted to, I can do a hypnosis when we go deeper into this. Okay, this weekend. Well, um, if you... Yeah. Well, I remember I have an empty bank account. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> How's that? Nice to talk to you, cowboy. And I'm looking forward to some cowboy songs. All right. And also, I got books that will help you. Fear is my friend yeah, on Amazon. I'm gonna, it's a I'm good gonna book. It, I'm going to put it to some music for you. All righty. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much. All right. And I want to thank everybody for listening, and I want to thank everybody for being on the radio show. And we will talk to you tomorrow night with uh, Maria Weichel and Spreading Joy, and good night.